to establish whatever posture we're going to take, sitting down, lying down, standing up. Take advantage of these first few moments to tune into the body. This body just sitting here. Feeling a sense of this whole body sitting here in a general way without tuning into anything specific. Noticing the places where there might be some holding or tension, bringing a gentle, tender awareness around that area. kind of caring awareness. I find these times to do this very rare and precious. So it's really helpful to open to, connect with wherever that tension is, allowing it to be known. Whatever remains there without being released, allowing that to be remaining. And see if you can bring your attention to that area around the heart center or that place of feeling a sense of friendliness, stability, calm, wherever that place is for you. It could be around the physical heart. It could be hands touching. Or this whole body sitting here. Sometimes in the practice, some of us feel it's helpful to put our hand or both hands around the heart area. It's a way of self-soothing and just connecting to where these, the emanation of this friendliness is coming from. It's not about thoughts or ideas of it. It's the direct empirical feeling of that in our hearts. Today we're going to progress in this progression of individuals to add on the person we're having difficulty with. Of course, this can be someone we're very close to, like a dear friend or a loved one. 
So perhaps you've had someone in heart-mind already. And it's helpful, as Sally said yesterday or the other day, to be patient and even in our practice this morning, not trying to go there right away to that person, but allowing ourselves to gain the momentum of metta being cultivated in our own hearts and offering to this person by starting out with the ones who are easier first. So we'll start out there in this guided meditation. And I want to bring up some points to you before I actually offer the guided meditation part. Usually it's during this time of the practice when the near and the far enemy, as we call it in the Dharma, near and far enemy of metta arises. It's called the far enemy because we can easily see it from afar. The direct opposite of metta, which is goodwill, the direct opposite of that is ill will. The ill will of aversion, anger, rage sometimes, hatred, so many different iterations of that far enemy, even irritation, annoyance. So I'd like to talk about how to handle those things when they come up in our practice. The far enemy of ill will and the near enemy of attachment. It's called the near enemy because this near enemy can seem like metta, attachment. Sometimes it's called the indirect opposite. An example of that kind of attachment in metta practice could be attachment to how we think things should be in our own hearts or between us, how we want it to be, attachment to how what is, our opinion is. It's quite more subtle than the far enemy, but sometimes we can notice it happening, arising. So when this, these, either one of these two arises, the first thing to, we hope that will come to mind, but sometimes it doesn't, is that this is just natural. This is just nature for this to arise. And sometimes just with that understanding, that knowledge, We can incline the mind back to the metta practice very easily just by acknowledging this near or far enemy attachment or ill will. And we can go back to the metta practice. So the guidance is to go back to metta practice when you can. 
when you can just acknowledge when one of these is coming up, these adversaries. Come back to metta, begin again. Begin with your phrase that you can, your go-to phrase. You can remember this person's goodness and calm the body and mind and begin again. You might have to begin with oneself. Go back to oneself if that's helpful. Go back to a benefactor, someone that you feel really holds you in your practice that you've practiced with just before. So see if you can stay with the metta practice. That's the first guidance that we're usually given. Sometimes it helps me to remember my benefactors and have them placed around me so that I can continue to offer goodwill to this person I'm having difficulty with, but I feel the support of my benefactors around. It could be just one, maybe it's more than one, I feel their presence. Maybe it's somebody not alive today. That's okay. Whatever you do to continue your metta, that would be helpful, supportive to you, then do that. But if it's really hard to stay with metta, choose another person that you're going back to within this category of someone that's difficult for us to deal with. Choose someone else. And therefore, you know, it might be oneself or benefactor, or it might be somebody who can more easily open your heart to another person that's difficult, but not so difficult. You can change your phrase. You can come back to one's. And this is an area when compassion automatically comes in. I hear from a lot of yoga and also see in my own practice that compassion is something very natural that happens when we come back to oneself. We feel our own heart suffering. I must admit that I've never heard my teacher, Upandita, mention the word metta without the word compassion. Compassion in Pali is the word karuna. And of course, we hear the word metta, loving kindness, all the time. So he would say, bring metta karuna to your heart. Bring metta karuna to your heart about our own suffering or about the suffering of others. So you feel, you might feel very naturally compassion arising. So let that accompany you in a natural way as you continue your practice. If you must go to Vipassana or to insight practice, to that mindful awareness of whatever's happening, then you can do that. If it's too hard, too overwhelming, 
then go to what is felt in an overwhelming way. Might be that you have to be with that rage or hatred, with that gentle touch of awareness. And then when it calms down, then go back to your metta practice. You might have to bring up different phrases to fit the situation more. So I'm going to say a few phrases now and then. You can take them, change them, and of course use your own phrases. You're quite used to them now. So in the silence, I'm really going to um, trust you, depend on you to know what your phrases are, what keeps the momentum in your practice. So with that background, that kind of support to help you, let's begin now to do the practice, the actual practice. So breathing in and out from our chest area where the physical heart is. Seeing if you can take a complete in-breath, filling up your lungs as much as you naturally can, and a complete out-breath. Feeling, if you are sensing it, the relaxation of the muscles around your heart, relaxing the heart, body, mind, and knowing that our intention is to offer. It's not about them receiving, which will happen on its own, in whatever natural way, depending on many conditions. What we have more... um, mastery about is the offering part. We're learning that part to gain more mastery around that now. We're doing the best we can to offer. This is what we're developing in our hearts. We're developing, we're cultivating the potential to offer our goodwill. It's as simple as that. So stay close in to that offering. Whatever happens to the sending or receiving of it is not our business. It's a business of many conditions that we can't really understand. So if we can just trust that, pay attention to what's close in, to our offering. Watch the attachment to result. When we know that there's attachment to result, just knowing that, and come back to our offering of metta, of this loving kindness, this goodwill, free from ill will, as much as we can. So that's our intention. 
our pure intention. So begin now with the easiest person, someone that you know already is easy, if you can go there. If it's helpful to you, have your benefactors around you, even in this beginning. And make your offering of goodwill. It's like a gift. It's like a blessing. No attachment to result. Have a sense of this person, maybe visually, maybe a felt sense. Maybe just say this person's name silently. Maybe it's oneself. I offer you my goodwill. May you be safe and protected from all harm. May you be protected by love and wisdom. Allowing that intention to flow out from your heart center. Let it be without attachment to result, if possible. But if it's there, just knowing that lovingly. May your body be a vehicle for liberation. Being mindful of the body, a vehicle for liberation. May you be at ease when the winds of life affect you. Praise and blame, gain and loss, pleasure and pain. Just use the simple words, knowing all of that, rest of it. May you be at ease and clear. no matter what happens. Finding your way with that individual, using your own words, sometimes without words, allowing that intention to flow out wordlessly, 
Maybe you notice it flows out with a color or light. And that represents your noble intention. Radiating that out. Take a few minutes with that individual. When the words don't come anymore, attention at your heart center, just allowing the breath to gather that intention in silently, send that intention out with the natural out breath. And coming to a close with that person or continuing and just to keep the momentum going and support us and choose the next easiest person. It could be oneself, but okay if it's not.
have a clear sense of who you're choosing. Whether it be visual or just clear intention, silently saying their name. And tuning more into this person by perhaps remembering something about this person. Maybe it's a memory of their goodness in a situation you were in. Their wisdom, their compassion, their empathy. Acknowledging one or more of their good qualities. Sometimes it's even expressing gratitude for me, just having this person in my mind, heart, and saying, thank you for your friendship. It means a lot to me. Thank you. And then allow your goodwill to be offered. Whatever words or representations of your intention If words aren't the right thing for you, maybe it's a color or a light being offered out, radiating towards this individual. Use your words of goodwill, just natural. I support you and your life. I care about you.
Now let these two individuals, or maybe it's just one, remain in this field of metta that you are cultivating and bring forth the next individual and the progression is the neutral one. Have a sense of who that is. Usually someone you don't know so well or could sometimes be a sibling or a friend that we don't usually bring up in our practice. We feel so neutral about them. Now a sense of who it is. A neighbor. And with this person, it's good to reflect upon the fact that all beings want to be happy. Even though we don't know so much about this person sometimes. Just like self, they want to be happy and peaceful. Connecting with the universal fact of how it is for all beings. And when it's naturally right, connect with that momentum, that river, that current of metta that you've been developing. And let that carry forth towards this individual you don't know so well. I include you also, just as with the others. May you be safe in your life, protected from all harm. Find your own way your words. When you lose track, just begin again. No problem. Now an inner bow towards that person, allowing them to remain in this field of metta that we're developing. And now bringing forth someone in the category of we're having difficulty opening our hearts to this person.
if you've chosen a person where you can tell that your heart is closing down already. It might be very hard for you to offer. Then see if we can choose someone else. Where there's a chance we can open our heart to. So have a sense of who it is. Visual. Just a clear intention. And then if it's possible with this person, see if you can remember something about this one that you appreciate. Maybe it's hearkening back to a memory of something you you notice about this person that opens your heart or gives you hope that you can open. Remember that. One of their good qualities And sometimes quite naturally, when we open to this person, we remember their suffering. This happens naturally in metta practice. The metta from which the aspect of compassion comes out is more in the foreground. So let it be so. Sometimes we open to a person's suffering more easily. Just acknowledge that. Compassion phrases are just similar to metta. They just acknowledge the suffering. So acknowledging that. Let it soften your heart. If it does. Then when you're ready, make your offering without attachment to result as much as possible. Just inclining your heart-mind to metta-karuna. Radiate that out. Simple offering. Not making it too complex, not getting into details. As much as I can, I offer you my care. An unconditional friendship. As much as I can.
just as I wish to be safe and protected. May you be safe and protected. Finding your own words, your own way. If you're the visual type, can you picture them in a place that's safe for both of you to be and offer them your care? So maybe you have to be further away. So let them be in a safe place and you in another different safe place. Then offer your intention. May your heart be at ease, no matter what's happening. Go back to yourself if you need to. May my heart be at ease, no matter what's happening. You need a rest from the words and from sending intentions. Just rest in your heart center or your bodily center. Breathing in and out from there. Beginning again when you're ready. Choosing someone else if you need to. Now, allowing that individual to join the others that you have offered to in this field of metta that we're cultivating. 
to be always accessible as much as possible. And see this person surrounded by the others that you have an easier time with. Knowing that also your benefactors are nearby, the ones who are holding you, your practice, your life, your most noble intentions, they're nearby. You can envision them if you need to. I feel them for me behind me. around me. And then now continue, if you can, to offer goodwill to this person we're having difficulty with. And not just to this person, but to all. Sometimes it's helpful to put this person in a group. Offering to all and letting this person be one of the beneficiaries. May you all be safe and protected from all harm, inner harm, outer harm. May your own wisdom and love always protect you. May your bodies be healthy and strong as much as possible with whatever conditions you have. May you be at ease when the winds of life are present. May your mind be clear, at ease. Know how to handle whatever's coming up. radiating this goodwill to all of those in the circle with words or without words. The blessings of light infused with goodwill. coming to a close now with our practice. Let's just take stock, remember all the beautiful qualities that we're developing by being present and by 
inclining the mind towards wholesome states as we have done in our metta practice. There's a lot of beneficial energy here, an enormous amount in oneself and connection with everyone else in this virtual sangha, sensing that. all this beneficial energy and sharing that merit with all beings in this world. All those especially that are in great need of a blessing. All beings, omitting none, including all. May you all be safe, connected to the deepest wisdom and love, and letting that be part of your life's by the dedication of this merit. May all beings be happy, be peaceful. May all beings be liberated. So thank you all. Beautiful practicing with you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.